This is true buzz, that Mary Jane, now we ain't new to this. For my stoners and for my cannabis enthusiasts. Never heard a show as good as this. Yeah, number one, it's the best. Bringing in many special guests in the industry of cannabis. Business owners to growers, even artists you know of. So sit back and just roll up the perfect show for my smokers. True buzz. Yeah, yeah, welcome to the True Bud Show. It's your buddy Jack Woltering here with a dope artist today. We got Vante in the building. Hey man, thanks for having me. Thanks for being here, man. Before we get cracking, I want to give a little shout out uh, to Scoop Heads. They sent me these little scoops here. I'll put the info in the description. Load some bowls up. He made me some custom ones, just kind of some homemade ones. Roll up some blunts, load some bowls, do that. But uh, we're going to play a little song here that I found Avante's in a uh, joint. Perfect fit for the podcast today. So yeah, yeah, yeah. we're going to get that on play here. Came from the neighborhood with Lupe Thride, G's moving silence. Y'all fake tough guys, West Side nigga XL, y'all small fries. Never from the shit, yo shit number lies. About to level up, tell the jeweler, like the best of luck. All that's paid, no calls from the creditors. Mama wrist wetted up, JF2 bedded up. Cop and a new rolling thing, oyster perpetual. <laughs> Smoking gas, yeah, it's medical. Muted for peas, never count, no federal. This shit strong, get your ass and pump. Pack so loud, make you do the Lambo jump. Smoke a vegan too, get you some cones. Smoking all the chemicals, leave the woods alone. So <laughs> do it right, nigga, get you a zone. Let me flip my joint in peace, nigga, leave me alone. This is another joint, you can smoke too. Kiss point, player, let me coach you. This the Vontae and I be classic This another joint you can smoke to Kiss the point player let me coach you This one like the Snoop and the Tracy This the Vontae and I be classic Vontae, bro, I feel like all your shit's classics, man. Preserve, preserve. For real, in that raw video you were showing me, we got your uh, boy right here. So I, I just met who shot that video, right? Yeah. The raw, check that out too. It's a dope smoking vibe. Preserve, preserve. Yeah, man. So uh, you were saying you got some stuff in the works. You've got a music video dropping and a uh, little uh, something on Cinco de Mayo. Oh uh, yeah, we just gonna um that's a, that's too much information right there, but we just Oh keep shit, it. shit. <laughs> no, nah, we all good, we all good. You know, I like keeping my stuff G fourteen classified, but I shared it. But yeah, uh yeah, I'm actually waiting on his buddy to finish the verse and then we can hurry up and get that done. Oh so, shit, my bad, I'm not trying yeah. to drop the ball like that. As soon as we get that done, I can get that mixed and get it get it cracking. So yeah. A word, man. Yeah, I'm excited. I got like I don't know why people be thinking I'd be capping, but I literally got like a hard drive full of songs that need to be mixed, like I'm just promoting everything that's already out. Like I'm learning, understanding the game and the climbing now. Like I'm not putting out new stuff without promoting the stuff. I don't want people to bypass it. Like I feel like I put out a dope project in December, so I'ma still work that. You know. So. Yeah, man, your flow is uh, unique. It hits. It's like when I first talked to you, I was, I was like, it reminds me of that, like uh, the game, like J Rock. Just that that one song you played me too that had that Biggie flow was like. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. I'm like making comparisons, but I'm just saying all those dudes and you go hard as fuck, man. So appreciate it. I mean, that's kind of just what I grew up on. You know, you 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 pull a little bit from your inspiration. So, 
And I mean, I don't really like the comparisons because I'm Vontae, no two alike, like a snowflake. But it for is sure, what, it sure. is what it is. So I feel that, man. So uh, what do you like to smoke, man? What's um, usually sativa, but I've been getting over on the indica side. I'm an Aquarius, so I already be overthinking and smoking sativa, just be having my head on overdrive. So I've been smoking a lot of indicas lately. So trying to just calm my nerves down. You know, it kind of helped me zone out and escape everything. You feel me? Help keep my mind at ease. For sure, yeah, I feel that. I've been fucking with the indica more lately, especially at night, man, just to cool yeah, down. Yeah, it's better like, to yeah. go to sleep, you know, oh, knock, yeah. knock right out. Get your get buzzing on that sativa, man. Have me up a while. I mean, but I usually do that when I'm, you know, in create mode. So. For sure. But yeah, in the, it, I don't need to rely on it anymore, but uh, it definitely helps me kind of focus in a way. So yeah, but it also, like I said, it p put my mind on overdrive. Like I be thinking about a million things, like, and it's hard to stop it, so... Yeah, I've been like that in a podcast before, too. Just smoke too much sativa beforehand, and I'm going crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It happens <laughs> time, man. Um, so how did you come up with that joint, I like, song, man? Just smoking a joint one day, or like... Um, I mean, my producer, I'll be classic. He was in his house. He just started playing me some, you know, putting some little instruments together. Turned the metronome on. He started with the drums. And out of nowhere, you know, I'm smoking, and I just started saying, man, I think this is going to be a smoking joint, and, you know, voila, you know. Yeah. Nice, man. So, yeah, I know you said you don't like to make comparisons and uh, shit, but uh, who would you say you kind of, if you had to pick a couple people in the game that you look up to or kind of see as I dope? mean, I'll just go with everybody tell me. I hear a lot of raw. Some people say nip. Game, of course. I mean, game, my favorite. You know, I, I do think cuz is a little corny, but as far as, like, the rapping goes, like, I can see why people, and I mean, that's, I grew up off, you know, that man music. So, um, but yeah, I hear a lot of like uh, Ross Game, Nip. Um, I hear Tupac every once in a while. So that's what the people say. So that's not me saying that. So, like I said, no two alike, like a snowflake. You feel me? Yeah, and you were throwing on shit. I'm spacing out that that East Coast group that's been hitting lately. Um, I think is Conway the Machine oh, in there? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Benny the Butcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those dudes go Brazil, hard too. Yeah. yeah, I mean they they bring it back that nostalgic feel. You know that's what I kind of grew up on. I mean to me that's what hip hop is about. Um, not necessarily just the the drug content, but just people spitting. You know, telling they telling they truth. You know, like that that style of rap to me will never lose because that's just what I grew up on. That's what I know, and you know I think that's gonna always be here. It's never gonna die. So no matter what else is going on, I think that shit is what like. It's always is going to go down and, and, and be nostalgic and live on. Like, you'll be able to play that shit 10, 15 years down the line, so. And I, th I think that's why I fuck with your music, man, because I'm on that same page. You just no, appreciate keeping the it Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what I've always been about is the storytellers. Um, but you can feel that shit's real on the track. Yeah, I mean, I, I want to, you know, I, I like being myself. I don't know um, what everybody else is doing, but it's easier and more natural for me to just be me you know and i'm a natural storyteller like i can get into story mode about anything like i could tell you stories about him her and him so you know it's <laughs> you know that's just how i am yeah, so yeah. um and it's just easy like the rapping shit is easy like i just put these words together like nothing you know and it's just i don't even know how i be doing it sometimes it just i hit a beat and it's just like yo let's get it you know so. yeah we we're talking about that a little uh when we first met um freestyling versus writing do you, you mm -hmm. kind of you said you were fucking with both if i'm not mistaken yeah, kind of yeah, whatever yeah. the song or the beat calls for yeah. you um certain songs just pull this shit out of me because i'm a natural storyteller so it's like i don't need to go in to the pen and pad it's just like it's gonna come right out of me so once i start flowing 
I'm starting to piece them together four, eight bars at a time. Before you know it, I'm like, let's get on the mic. So that's just how it is. Some of them come like that, you know, other ones I gotta, you know, take my time on. You know, I don't have a, a set guideline on how to set the song up, so. Yeah, and it sounds like you're sitting on some heat on that hard drive, like you're saying, man. Oh man, stay tuned, man. <laughs> I got a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff I'm going, going that's gonna come and blow everybody's mind for sure. That's what's up, man. Yeah, I, I remember talking too about freestyling. Yeah, yeah, let's go, let's get it. I was like, I, I like hearing that, man. You know, yeah. some dudes I met who uh, are artists aren't down to do that on the drop of a dime. You know. Well, I think, um, I mean, that's the essence of hip hop. You know, so. Um, yeah, it's like the origination, huh? That's what. Yeah. So where do you see the game going, man? You, because I I feel like it's been changing a lot, but I feel like you, you're like you're saying it's kind of going back to that classic vibe because it kind of strayed away. Yeah, I mean it's room it's room for everybody to do you know do they shit. Um, I I just feel like that storytelling is never gonna die out. It's evolved for sure. It's not just you know hardcore street rap storytelling no more. You got you know what do they call it the uh, the mumble rap and all of that shit now. So you know. Everybody's got their own story to tell. So I always respected the people living their truth. Like, if that's what you do, that's how you live, you know, I respect it. I might not like what you're saying, but if you being yourself, you know, I fuck with it. So I feel that, too. That's what it comes down to. And everybody yeah, else yeah, can yeah. feel that shit, too, huh? Yeah. I mean, that's what all, I mean, good music is always going to win anyway, you know? The good music always lasts. So that's all it's about. And where do you put most of your, or where do you get the most plays, would you say, for your music? Spotify. Spotify is where it's at, huh? I've had some other artists saying that's the. Spotify is. They're the future, too, huh? Even of this podcast shit, I realized, and they're starting to push more Uh, on the podcast. I mean, but everything is trendy. If you pay attention before Spotify, what was it? The iTunes store before that, it was LimeWire and Napster. So something is going to come around and replace Spotify at some point. I think it makes sense now because everybody's on their phones. You could just download and stream the shit on your phone, so it makes sense. Cause you don't stream it, you don't gotta download the stuff. If you like it, you download it, but you can just play it a time or two, and you know if you like it, save it to your phone. So. And it also pays the artist the best too, right? Compared to some of these other ones, from what I hear. Um, I mean, it's just got the most users, so I wouldn't say it. I think title pays out the best, but title would take like seven, eight months to get the money through. So. But Spotify has the most amount of like users on the on their service. In, yeah. yeah. Spotify has the largest group of people consuming the music through that through that DSP. So makes sense then. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually uh, a while back for some reason I got the fucking Napster app. Just for, for nostalgia probably. Mm-hmm. I still pay a couple bucks a month for it. I don't know why I still it's I, convenient I, though. I still I'm got LimeWire on my computer. <laughs> I don't use it, but I still got it. Mm. Have you heard anything about the next wave? Like you were saying, like Spotify is kind of on top right now. Well, I mean, I'm just I'm just talking in the sense of look at like TikTok now. Like, oh, look sure, at all of yeah. these different like apps that's coming around and changing the culture. Like you seeing guys, you know, taking their songs and having people do like dances or you know, quick little thirty second videos on TikTok, and then boom, the song take off. So it's always something coming along, you know. So. Yeah, we were just talking about that on the podcast with Alex. Uh, recently and he was saying how people are getting like millions of hits for people lip-syncing shit or dancing and shit's pretty amazing but you know do, are you on TikTok? no i don't be i mean it's too much shit for me to yeah that's that's how i feel too yeah. i'm like it's it's intriguing just because that's where it like all the attention's going but i'm like i, I like the the mystique of moving at my own pace you know like no knock on nobody else but i just do my own thing i don't i don't need all of the extra shit i'm not in it for that you know like my music 
other than like the weed smoking shit. Like I got a I got a message behind what I'm saying. So I'm not really in it trying to entertain per se. Um, I mean I can you know don't get me to twisted, but I just want people to realize like that shit. That's really for like the kids. Like I'm a grown man. Like it is what it is. So. Yeah, so I respect that, man. That's a true artist moving, like... I'm sticking at what I'm good at, you know? Like, eventually one day maybe I'll, you know, somebody will talk me into doing it. But right now I'm just like, yo, work on the music, get the music recorded, and, you know, keep that cracking, so... Do you make beats at all? I'm actually producing, and uh, I play the clarinet. So, yeah, I'm, oh, I'm actually oh, working oh, on dope. producing, yeah. Nice, man. One of my goals is to produce an album and do all the little writing. Uh, I want to mix and engineer as well, but I'll never like do that on my. I never engineer my own project, so I always like that extra ear because I don't want to be so closed-minded and hearing one thing. I like other people having their inputs on stuff. So, and I trust the people I got working on my music. So I feel that I'm yeah. the, I'm the same way. Then it's just too much overload, you know. Like, yeah, wrapped it, I, listening I, to it, not trying to edit. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I always love like other people's input and what they can do to add their own flavor to the record. So. Yeah, it's like a film, man. It's just a collaborative process exactly. that brings it's, everybody together. It's a movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's dope, man. Do you have a time? When did you start uh, rapping, man? Uh, without being cliche, I would say like third or fourth grade. Um, But more recently, probably my senior year of college, like on taking it seriously. But yeah, like in third or fourth grade, I used to do like, uh, we would do like uh, pep rallies in the school and we did freestyles in front of the school, performing in front of like four or 500 kids. And I didn't know it then, cause I was just like so caught up in the playing sports, but that didn't work out. I messed my knees up playing sports. And I just was like, I was doing stuff pleasing other people. I wasn't doing what I wanted to do. So once I broke out of that mode, I'm like, what am I passionate about? What am I good at that I can do to like, not feel like work, you know what I'm saying? And that's when I'm like, yo, I'm about to start working on music and like taking it serious. So. Yeah, that's kind of how that started. And just haven't looked back since, just grinding uh-huh. heavy, huh? Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's a long process, but, you know, I'm in it for the for the long ride. You know, I'm going to be here for, you know, 10, 15 more years, and I'm going to give it back, you know, after I, you know, put my spin and have my little run. I'll give it back to them, so. When you say give it back, you're saying show love to the no, young I'm dudes? No, I'm saying I'm going to do my stuff, and then I'm going to hand it back to them, you know? Like I, okay, I, where, where? I don't want to do, like, I don't want to put a ceiling on myself, but. In reality, I don't want to do like 13 albums like Jay. Like my thing is, I want to do like five Illmatics. I don't think Nas don't got five Illmatics. If I give you five Illmatics, you can't say nobody was better than me. And this is how I feel. So, if I give you five of those, who can you say was like, yo, he had a bigger impact on the coach? You know what I'm saying? So, that's what I'm shooting for. I'd rather put my all into five. That way, I can you know sit back and do stuff on the back end, engineer, produce. You know, and, and put other people in position. Like the music that I make, if I'm making 14, 15 albums, that to me that means it's falling on deaf ears. So I feel like I'd rather put my all into five, put out five classic dope ass records. Shit, who could you say had about impact? You know, Biggie and Pac don't got five classic records. You feel me? So that's yeah, what I'm yeah. shooting for. So that's something good to shoot for, man. Yeah. And I respect that. And I and I had a, another dude on the channel. He was just saying everybody moves at their own pace, man. Everybody, some dudes I mean, put out two to. albums a year. Some dudes put out one every, you know, couple yeah, of years. You got to, yeah. you know, everybody got their own path. So I'm I'm walking on mine. So respect that, man. Yeah, I remember we were talking about the new Nas album and the new Game album. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were kind of giving me your thoughts on those and the Game album and your thoughts of being a classic and some of the songs. You're like, ah, uh, I think it could have been maybe a little tighter. 
if these were. I mean, yeah, if that, if that was me making the album, I mean, it's 25. So who listened to 25 songs in one sitting? It's hard. Sure. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, but, you know, he did whatever he did. That's his business. So that's just me, like, as an artist mode. I wouldn't put out a project with 25 songs. I think that's too, nobody. It's the streaming era. Nobody's listening. The, the attention span is short. Nobody's listening to that type of music that long. Nobody's sitting with music that long. What do you think's right? Like 12, 14? Shit, yeah. Exactly yeah. on the head. Yeah. E- even that might be pushing it, you know? So I think about 12, 14 to be fine, yeah. Interesting, man. Yeah, I just heard uh, Twista drop some new shit. I haven't heard anything from Twista in a minute. Like called, uh, fuck, what was it called? Space Out uh, starts with an F. Uh, but he has a uh, wish list was one dope song in there, but that's the only one I was really vibing to pretty hard. Yeah, he from the crib, but I ain't really been in tune with nothing he got going on now. But yeah, I, never, I mean, but he a legend for sure. So Yeah, I never really followed him that much, but every now and then like he'll come out with a song that just has that heat. Wishlist doesn't like some of his other ones, but his flow is unique like that. I mean, yeah, nobody's ever going to deliver bars like that other than probably, you know, Crazy Bone, but just the way that he delivers the, the message and, you know, like, you know, they used to call him tongue twisters, so that's what he does, you know? Yeah, and that's somebody, too, who, uh, like, Tech 9 they did the Worldwide Choppers song together, if I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I lived in Kansas for a while, so everybody goes hard for the Strange Music crew out there, and they got a dope facility out there. It's a whole building for Strange. They we're building a film studio when I went there, kind of did a little check out the spot, but uh, mm-hmm. what do you think of that crew there? I'm not super familiar with Tech 9 but I, if I'm not mistaken, he's, like, did the independent thing for yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm always looking at people like that and, like, currency – people to kind of like model my business after because they kind of I currency was signed to Wayne at one point but they doing touring they you know they doing everything these regular artists is but they retaining most of the revenue because you know they stand with their team and that's kind of the, the the model that I want to follow like I don't want to I mean I got my own company I'm building right now so I don't want to really there's no need with the internet today to you know go in get with one of the old, uh, you know, universals. There's no need. You know, that model is going to die out at some point. When one of the big guys, uh, I don't know, let's say Drake, for example, if Drake leaves Universal and goes independent, Universal is going to plummet. You know what I'm saying? Like, that model is dying out with the internet. It's t- it, Music is too accessible these days. You got people on SoundCloud blowing up, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, you know what I'm saying, Facebook. So... I think the old method of nobody's even buying records. Who's going to the store buying CDs? You know what I'm saying? It's like so, there's not even. I heard that uh, Amoeba's closing down too. Yeah, yeah. Somebody did just tell me that. Yeah, I've only been there a couple times, but it was like walking in there is nostalgic as fuck. I was like, oh damn, this place is dope, and I hear later that it's closing. I was kind of sad, but I'm not frequenting, so I can't say shit. Yeah, it's just that model. Like, it's the technology is so advanced at this point. It's just like. Honestly, there's no need for that. Like me as an independent artist, I would always want to do maybe vinyls to have something tangible for the people to like as a collectible item. Or if, you know, they got a record player at home, like, yo, give them something that they can hold, like especially if they really gravitate towards the music. I think that's Because, you know, people that, you know, people that really fuck with you, they're going to support you whatever way they can. So um, I think that'll be something that's smart for independent guys, but nobody's buying CDs, cassettes, and none of that no more. So yeah, I think the vinyl's dope because more people are buying those vintage record players. I mean, because it's nostalgic. You yeah, know? and it's you can that feel. hang it up, even dope art piece. Fucking yeah, exactly. That's dope, man. So tell me a little more about the business, man. Um, uh, you talking about the record company? Yeah, that's, 
Um, it's really just establishing it um for myself and using that model, watching guys like um Nipsey, of course, um, you know, have ownership and everything. I always been kind of big on that, even without music life. I always been my own person. I like doing my own thing. Can't nobody tell me shit. So it's like I'm not finna listen to nobody say, Well, you can't do this, you can't do that. This is no, I like I wanna have all control of what I'm doing. So that was the big thing in doing that. And um, I'm still building it, but eventually, like, it, it, it'll make sense. It's just, like I said, it's about me retaining ownership, being able to pass on something to the generations to come after me, uh, especially, like, my kids, you know, give them some, uh, some, some, some royalties and stuff like that to be able to have for them, to be able to just sit back and, I'm not going to say coast, but, you know, I'm not going to force them to do music, but that's something that they could have to say, well, my father did X, Y, and Z, so... Um, I think that's big to me for sure, being able to pass down that wealth. So yeah, that's the main reason for it, just the ownership and being my own boss. I don't think you can say you a boss if you, you know, if you're not in a partnership or you in a 360 deal, you're not a boss. You know, you get told what to do. And, you know, that's what it is. Yeah, huh. Yeah, I don't know. I've heard the 360 deal a lot. I hear basically this fucking artist because the, the company's getting the most money. So what exactly... Uh what exactly is the downfall? They just don't have control, like you're saying. It's all they that, just told what to do. That and then you know they taking they taking they they take a percentages off everything you do, touring, merchandise, you know, all of that. Masters, these people don't own their masters. They don't own their you know the royalties. They getting pennies on the dollar, you know. They don't own that shit. So, and I just feel like to me like even that model is dying out. Like there's too many more artists that's aware of. Oh yo, I need to come in and own my shit from the jump, so you don't have to wait till you're 35. You see so many more legacy artists buying back their masters now because they understand the importance of that. So I feel like why not go into it, you know, with ownership on your mind. So I feel that I relate exactly with that because that's what I'm trying to do with all my shit, and uh, it's the only way to be honest, man. Yeah. yeah. But like with leaving it to your kids and the royalties, man, that's that's deep and dope, and that's cool too with the it's videos, been, man. They'll be able to yeah, see that. For, it's been forever. certain people. I, I I think like Nas. I know DJ Khaled has. That's made like their kids like executive producers on the projects. They get royalties every time, you know. Like that shit is smart to me. Like that's some shit I would definitely do. Like put my ki- when I do have kids, put my kids on as the EP, and you know let them get them checks and sit back just for the, you know putting their name on it, you know like. That's smart as hell, so. Yeah, that's a good look. I heard about Khaled doing that. I was like, that's dope. Yeah. That's a good look, man. Yeah, man. Should we lay down the track? Lay down a little freestyle? <laughs> um, I wanted to talk more weed and talk about uh, talking, man. stuff that's been going on, like, in the news lately. Yeah, what do you think? Like, wh- where do you get, you hit up the dispensaries, you use delivery, you, you hit up your dude? Um, I got, like, a specific, like, two places I go get weed from. One of them is Agora Temple. You know, they don't sell weed. They sell Holy Sacrament. If you haven't heard of them, go check them out. All right. It Melrose. sounds really familiar. Yeah, he know about that spot. So, <laughs> yeah. And uh, then I got another spot, actually, kind of where he stays at, because it's just, like, convenient. It's 24-7. Um, oh, damn. That shit just kind of, like, helped me, like, how do I say it? It it allows me to, like I said, space out and, and and be able to be in my own space and be like, you know, get away from everything at one time. So, and then I'm dealing with a um <clears throat> a, a cancer woman, so that's like a headache in itself. So it kind of helped 
ease that like that pain from like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> i love her to death but she she knows it like she's very like moody and i ain't used to that so you know smoking kind of helped me like you know uh step out of that and just be like yo you be tripping like you do you i'm a i'm high you know leave me alone you <laughs> like that's how sounds I like me and my girl man yeah. <laughs> can't live with him can't live without him yeah you know? <laughs> Yeah, so well, what news um, have you seen, man? I know a bunch of these big companies are kind of getting fucked right now. Well, I mean, that's because they're trying to force everybody to go to Madman, you know, because Madman is like the Walmart of the weed right now. If I'm not mistaken, they federally subsidized. So eventually you're going to see Madman. I know they just made it recreationally legal uh, in Chicago. And, of course, there's a Madman there. So you're going to see Madman be like at the forefront of the dispensaries. I don't know what's the main purpose of that, but when I sit back and think grand scheme of things, like you can't really trust what's going in none of this weed anyway like who knows it's all type of shit and all of this shit anyway so but i mean we gonna die anyway so fuck it smoke yeah it, it's know? like well in the with the medman thing it's weird because they're on a point because they've been like they're still popping and still opening but they're still laying people off and i think like the ceo stepped down recently and shit i ain't hear about that what's going on yeah. with that so i know this had a bunch of there's tr having trouble like ease the delivery service i've done a lot of content for too they're just having mm. trouble um making money there's laying people off um i don't know if there's probably legalities too of some of their grows and shit or people they're yeah. messing with um i think with ease one of their uh suppliers dropped out who they had a partnership with okay but with medmen a bunch of these people they're just having to lay people off they can't afford to well they charging fucking 80 bucks for a tray five like for real know who the fuck paying that like that's some that's only insane. tourists are gonna come in and do that nobody's paying no fucking 80 bucks for 3.5 grams of weed that's ridiculous. I don't give a fuck if that weed was gonna send me to Jesus. Like, I'm not paying that. I don't care what type of money I got. Like, I'm, I'm, no, I'm not paying eighty bucks for a tray five, bro. That's like two or three blunts. You feel me? Like, that's, no yeah, sir. Fuck that, man. And that's yeah. why that, and that's why they're having trouble. And that's, but the fucked up thing is they kind of have to to make money. But it's like, they just need to fucking figure it out. The lower the price, so people will start fucking with these places. But that's why I don't really get my flower from I, these places. I think, especially in Chicago, they, they, they putting men to the forefront because they trying to take the street dudes out of business because they know it's that market is available like and i think that shit is fucked up but especially with the crime bill that they had going on how they incarcerated everybody and now you see everybody making millions and millions of dollars off weed like y'all put in so many people of color and behind bars for this shit and now y'all making money off it like make it make sense yeah you know now they say dollar signs Fucking big business trying to come in and fuck it yeah, up. It's all corporate greed at the end of the day. But that's where I think that like people who smoke, it's gonna be hard. It's still working for the medmen's and the bigger companies, but like real people who smoke respect, like the smaller, the you know the kind of underbelly culture of just weed in general. Mm -hmm. Um, and they don't want to pay fucking like you're saying eighty bucks for an eighth. Yeah. But it's like. You know, it's hard to trick somebody that smokes weed every day. It's for the new people or somebody. Yeah, who's, it's yeah. the people coming out to like Los Angeles on the, on some. You know, I want to try the Cali weed type shit, and like, I think that's what it is. You know, they getting tourists with that shit. And, yeah, they you get know, off these the rich, tour bus and these shit. These rich motherfuckers don't care. They like shit. It's nothing. You know, I wipe my ass with this money, so it is what it is. So, you know, if that's what's working for them, salute to them. So. True that. Yeah, I don't hit up too many dispensaries around here. I did a little tour on, like, the weed bus. Like, the Smart Weed place was dope. Um, I hit up uh, Liberty Beach every now and then in Gardena. 
But I usually, when I go, just buy some edibles every now and then, like a little vape cartridge. Man, I can't do the edibles and like the vapes and all that, the the dabs and shit, man. I can't do that shit, man. Them edibles and the dab will sneak up on you, man. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I, got, I got horror <laughs> stories with those things, man. Yeah, man. The edibles can be dangerous for sure. Man, I eat them things like regular brownies and shit, and then I'll be... The food don't be feeling like it's going nowhere and always end up throwing up, man. I don't fuck oh, with that. Oh, shit, yeah, yeah, huh? Too much for me. <laughs> Too much, huh? Yeah. Would you ever try, like, a little something else, like little THC pill or something? No, I just be fucking with the flower. Like, all that exotic shit, I'm cool on. Like, I, I just you. be, you know, I'm, I'm already tarnishing my lungs, smoking it, you know what I'm saying? So... The flower would be all I need. I don't with the, all that extra shit. Like, I'm not doing, like, no disrespect to nobody, but I don't do, like, coke and none of that shit. Like, that shit too extreme for me. Like, no, I feel you. I just be trying. I'm too laid back. Like, I just be wanting to chill and be, you know, cool, calm, and collected. Like, all that extra shit, I'm cool on. Like, it's not my style. I'm right, Yeah, I, I like just the bud, the flower the most, but I do fuck with edibles. Yeah. At night, too, mostly. Pop a little bit of that. Got these little pro tabs, man. Shit, things are fucking good. Yeah. Put my ass to sleep. Eventually, though, one of my plans, like my career plans, is to get my own like lab and grow my own shit for real. And like everything, just you know, ownership. You know, smoke my own shit so I know what's going in it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that's the smart thing to do. You know? Yeah, you know what you're getting. That's where I get yeah. it from. One of my boys who grows all his shit outside. I'm like, I know what I'm getting. He's showing it some love. He's yeah, all they fucking. Like, chemicals he, yeah, he's and all, all this into shit. this shit, like using all natural remedies to get the bugs off and shit. So I'm, yeah, I'm game up. for that, man. I'm all, and he gives me his trim and shit, and I'll make uh, all types of edibles and shit with that. We made some hash and stuff, so. Man, you talking all this ain't bring none, no samples or nothing. Man. Hey, man, I had a little one rolled up, but I smoked it down while I was chilling, waiting. <laughs> oh, okay, 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 okay. But I, I'll throw you one of these scoops here, man. On uh, from uh you're ever going to use it to load up this guy's got some cool artwork and shit on here but yeah i'll throw you that one right there but yeah man yeah i'm I'm trying to think what i got i'm fucking just got some mct oil at home right now and some of those pro tabs i'm talking about Mm. mct oil that's like the shit for like the brain right i think yeah i've seen it before what is it again it's like it can be derived from coconuts and then maybe uh palm or cane um, but yeah, what I have is derived from the coconut fats. Um, mm. It's basically coconut oil. Um, it's just uh, become really popular. It's like a health trend for people on, you know, ketogenic diets and shit. Okay. Um, but it's cool. I just like it because I don't have to eat a fucking whole cookie or something. I just take a spoonful. Okay. Okay. And it's okay. like kind of healthy is my justification for just taking it. But that shit knocks me out too. Um, I might need to try that. I sometimes I have a hard time sleeping, so maybe that'll be a remedy for me. Yeah, man. They even have some CBD edibles and shit with the, like uh, infused with like melatonin. CBD don't be doing nothing for yeah, me. Yeah, I feel you. It doesn't do much for me. Yeah. I used to have these CBD rubs I would use after like working out and shit. That shit don't be doing nothing. I'd rather just get high. You feel yeah. Me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then you're waiting, like, what the fuck's gonna happen? Man. And then I'll just smoke, and then I can't tell if it hit me. Like, oh, does this shit work? Or am I just high from the joint I smoked? What's up? Like, Yeah, that shit don't be doing nothing. Yeah. It's fucking frustrating. I used to, I haven't done them lately, but I used to do more like review videos of edibles. Mm-hmm. And I would take them and I'd just be waiting because I wanted to smoke and get lit. And I'm like waiting for this thing to fucking kick in. I literally like start a timer for the video to see when it's going to kick in so I can give like an honest review and shit. Yeah. It's hard sometimes. Mm. <laughs> hard life, huh? It's like <laughs> waiting for the weed to kick in and shit. Yeah, like certain, like I said, I just be cool with the flower, like all that exotic shit. Like, eh, miss me with that. You feel me? I'm not. Uh-uh. 
I don't got too much patience anyway, so I know what I'm getting when I smoke. So it's like, you know, I'm just looking for that little quick, little high, you know, to zone out. And, and you know, I smoke so much, I don't even be getting high no more. That's crazy. Like, I just be smoking. Like, I just be like. Whoa. It's just the normal, huh? It's yeah. Yeah, it's crazy when you tell people that who don't smoke much, you know, because they just get so fucking blazed up when they smoke. Yeah. Like, you smoke, like, every day, all the time? Like, I, yeah. That's the crazy thing. I've been slowing down, but it's just like every time I smoke, I'd be high. It'd be like a quick thing now. It'd be like 10, 15 minutes, and then after that, you know, I might get the munchies, I might get hungry, or I might get sleepy, you know, and other than that, I'd just be, like, back to regularly scheduled programming, so... And that's where the edibles fuck me over too, because it just builds up the tolerance. So then when I smoke, like you're saying, it wears off quicker and quicker. Yeah, so I'm like, oh yeah. shit. So do you roll up? Uh, usually roll up when you smoke, or what? Do you, how do you? I like only to... smoked like the raw cones. Like that's the only oh, thing yeah? I smoked. Yeah. yeah, that's what I got for us after this, you know, little episode. Oh word, word. Yeah, I only really smoke with the raw. I don't fuck with. No, if you catch me smoking, believe it's raw. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? That's that's me. You see. Yeah, check out that video for everybody listening and watching. That shit was dope. Shameless pull. That song, bump, yeah. yeah. You said, and that's just on IGTV right now. That's also probably on Spotify and everything. Yeah, it's the song was, on Spotify, yeah. all Apple Music, all that good jazz. Yeah, but the video only on like IGTV and shit. Yeah. Okay, cool. And where can they follow your boy who um does a video? Uh, ten fifty uh on IG. You know, that's my guy. He had us waiting like sixteen hours today, but it is what it is. <laughs> So, you know, yeah, but tap in with my man, 1050. You know, he dope. He doing what he do. So that's my guy. He's got a dope rig over here, man. Yeah. Make me jealous of what I have at home. I'm like, shit. I need to step up my gear game, man. <laughs> a little Canon 70D, shit. Yeah, man, I'm excited to check out your next projects, man. See what's dropping. Fucking. Yeah, definitely go tap in with the last installment, Tangibly Accelerated Value 1. Um, That shit is... It's a thought-provoking project. It's, it's a lot of storytelling, but uh, it's like the it's laying the foundation for what's to come. You know, it's gonna be. I don't know how many parts we gonna do, honestly. But you know, I've definitely got enough records to do like four or five installments of it. So, um, it was just important for me to get in with one producer and let us build our sound together over a, a series or something like that because. That's what all of the greats have done, you know, the Nas with the, you know, DJ premieres and um, the the people that's worked with Alchemist, you know, you got Game and Dre and, you know, Jay and Kanye and Timbaland and Rick Rubin. So that was always important. And one of my things I wanted to do was like sit in, lock in with one producer and just like put some shit together, you know, so. You guys just on the same wavelength now. Yeah, we just work real well. Like we bump heads a lot, but at the end of the day, like, Shit, once he start playing, putting that metronome on, or he gets something cracking for me, you know, it's, 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 it's action, so. And that's probably why you guys are fucking crushing it together, because you need that give and take. Like, I never want to work yeah, with anybody it, who's it, like, that's perfect, that's awesome. Yeah, you, know? it's you like, need people that's going to be honest with you and be like, y'all, nah, bro, this ain't it. So, uh, I just think, like, the way we work together and our relationships that's been building over time, because we got the same kind of end goal, so. And, uh... I mean, I respect, you know, how he how he work. He doesn't, it's a difference between producing and beat making, if you ask me. You know, you could get on the computer right now and, and, and get on Fruity Loops and go and put some shit together. But to me, that's just beat making. Producing is playing instruments, you know what I'm saying? Like, I play the clarinet. This guy plays bass, guitar, and, you know, drums, keys. Like, that's producing to me. And, you know, that's, that's what it is. That's what he got, man. 
Well, yeah, keep up the good work, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate For it. Sure, more, more hot shit to come, man. We we gonna get it out to the people. You know? Hell yeah, man. Check out Vante. You know, on all the platforms, see what's good. Um, yeah, for real, go on YouTube too. I'll put a link to all his shit, several links in the info of the podcast and the video description of the video. So you guys can see what's good and keep up to date with Vante, man. man. Appreciate you for having me, man. It's a dope little setup, man. And it just made sense being that I'm a natural, you know, I call myself baby Snoop. So it just made sense. So you feel me? I fuck with you for bringing me on, you know? Hell yeah, man. Yeah. Likewise, bro. Thanks for coming in today. Oh, no problem. This is true buzz, that Mary Jane, now we ain't new to this. For my stoners and for my cannabis enthusiasts. Never heard a show as good as this. Yeah, number one, it's the best. Bringing in many special guests in the industry of cannabis. Business owners to growers, even artists you know of. So sit back and just roll up the perfect show for my smokers. True buzz.